Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A warm, warm welcome. This is Stu's Wrestling Podcast, but it is a special episode. But before we get into this special episode, I've got my guest waiting in the wings, former co-host from Big Fight Weekly, Chris Hume. But we've had some sad, sad news today in the world of sports, especially for us UK sports fans. I can only quantify this, this loss. It's just you guys in America. If you lost American football commentator, Baseball commentator, someone of that standing you've listened to for years. John Motson has passed away at 77 years of age. We idolised John as fans. I wanted to be like John Motson when I was <laughs> wanting to be a commentator as a kid. That was always something I wanted to do. But yeah, just sad, sad news. Age 77, John Motson has passed away. OBE, as you can see there. And uh, yeah, we're just going to pay homage and say just... Big heartfelt sorry to his family before we go live with today's stream. Guys and gals, Stewie's Wrestling Podcast is the hottest thing going in 2020. It's going to be the hottest thing going in 2021. And if you miss out on riding this train... Guess what? You're not a fan of pro wrestling, and you're not a fan of anything that's hot, because this is a hot commodity. Check out Stu's Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It's time, your host, Stu Palmer. We are live at Stu's Wrestling Podcast. Now, my guest is waiting in the wings, my former co-host of Big Fight Weekly. We said we would sporadically cover the big fights in boxing and MMA throughout the year. Not as, you know, as often as we were doing with the show, but Chris did say back in December when we finished Big Fight Weekly, he'd be more than happy to come on for the big, big fights. And it's Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury this Sunday. Sunday night for everybody, just it's not Saturday night. People are thinking it's happening Saturday night. You always think the big matches are on then. And here he is, my former co-host of Big Fight Weekly, Chris Hume. And we're going to talk about all things Jake Paul and Tommy Fury, Chris. Finally, finally, the match is on. And yeah, just mm. your thoughts initially to Sunday night, man. I don't mind it. I mean, it's, the time's like, I think well, their walk is about, what, 10 off 10, isn't it? So it, for a Sunday night fight, it's not that bad, is it? Especially for us over here in the UK. So, you I mean I think you're looking what 
if you go to bed early, you're looking Leben off, Leben, aren't you? You know, give or take. So I don't think the time's bad. I think, you know, when you're going to Saudi, the time's always quite good when it comes to the UK, isn't it, really? Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. You know, Tommy's had to pull out, then he couldn't get over to America. And yeah. I'm going to pose one thing at you. We can come at it from a myriad of ways, as we always do on this show. What would you say in terms of buy rates for this? Do you think we would have done more buy rates had this have happened a year, 18 months ago? Or do you think there's still the appeal for this? Because, you know, they've gone back and forth socially across different social media platforms about this. Yeah. Do you think the buy rates will be affected? Obviously, against Anderson, it was projected they were going to do more than they did. It was like 200,000, 300,000 buy rates. Jake Paul wasn't happy with that. Do you yeah. see it going over half a million buy rates, Chris, this one? Yeah, I think it will do, won't it? I think the the, the intriguing of, of Jake Paul actually fighting a you know a, a professional boxer, whether or not you, you people would class Tommy Fury as a professional boxer, he has got eight professional fights you know under his belt, as it twelve amateur fights. So you know, I mean, he, he is a professional boxer, maybe not as big as obviously his brother Tyson, but you know, he's like I said, he's he's done it. I think the intrigue's there because they've had so much time to build this storyline, and and all the sort of animosity that's come the last, what would you say, 18 months of it all starting um, when they were supposed to fight back in December of last year. Um, or the December before that, sorry, even. Um, yeah, I think I think people will be intrigued because people want to see it. People want to see, can Jake Paul handle an actual boxer? And is Tommy an actual boxer? So that can beat someone like Jake Paul because it's a lot on the line for the pair of them, really. Did they say it's not a lot on the line for Jake Paul? To it's not really much for him because the pressure's on Tommy Fury as the boxer. But I, I, I think the intrigue's there, Stuart. I think after beating Anderson Silver, I think people open their eyes a bit more to Jake Paul because don't forget Anderson Silver. Yeah, okay, he's he's reaching the latter ages, his forties now, and you know he's not the, the the guy I remember back in UFC in in Pride, but. He still beat Chavez Jr., didn't he? Anderson Silva. So he had still has a bit of weight behind him. And when we when we covered that, Chris, that, that was it. Was that was the big that was the big thing for us. I think I have Anderson going into the fight with Jake Paul off the back of Chavez Jr., you know, and I, I really did believe he was gonna be a problem. Not to say yeah. he was gonna KO Jake Paul, but I fought over the eight rounds. I thought he had enough there facing a, a pro boxer that he, he would have done done him. But once again, Proved proved wrong. I was proved wrong, wasn't I? I think it's like I was watching stuff on it yesterday, just to sort of get my head, um, head round. So you know the fights that Jake Paul had, and you know when I when I watched it previously, and you know I'm not a big fan of Jake Paul, but I have respect to what he's doing in the world of boxing and and, and, and MMA as well with PFL. But um, I was I was looking back and I was looking at stats, and I didn't realize you know let's forget uh, Ben Askren and let's forget. Uh, the basketball player he fought in, and Anderson Gibb, who's a YouTuber, who's you know also a, a better boxer now for when they last fought each other. But between Tyron Woodley and Anderson Silver Stewart, their jabber, the jabs, the entirety of the the rounds they fought against him were no more than fifteen jabs between the pair, of them. and that's two fights for Tyron Woodley, and obviously the one with Anderson Silver. Now, if you're not using that jab in boxing, Stewart, you, you're going to find it hard to set things up. And you're easily sussed out when you're trying to sort of wing a, a hook or an overhanded right or a hundred overhanded left. You know, if you're not using that jab, people can see straight away, right? And they'll move up. I'll, I'll move to the left or I'll pivot to the right. You know, you got to set these things up. I think fight, fighting someone like Tommy Fury, and I said to you this off camera a minute ago that 
he's got a jab and he uses that jab like a boxer. So I'd be intrigued to see what Jake Paul does with someone who actually will shove a jab in his face and use that to set things up as they go along. It's it's crazy, isn't it? Like, you know, you've heard of Tyson and, uh, you know, he was very, very complimentary to Jake Paul. He said, you know, not Olympic, he's not an Olympic boxer by any stretch. But I think they know it's they're not dismissing, he's not dismissing Jake Paul's abilities, is he, as to where he is now. And the, that that's gonna that's gonna come into the psyche of Tommy though at the same time, you know that's gonna play on his mind. A lot of pro boxers and you know, fighters within combat yeah, sports. We'll pick Jake Paul. We've all we'll picked Jake Paul. Yeah, I, I saw it, Stuart. I saw it, and it, it is madness. Do you think? Again, I'm, we're going back. He's had eight professional fights. Yes, they haven't got great records, but you know, you know, as a big boxer fan, a lot of the big boxers before they reach the the, the pivotal of their careers, they fight awful shitty sort of box of record fighters don't they get that confidence confidence up get that minutes in the ring and then you know you naturally progress up and up and up you know tommy fury okay you'd say he's more of a like a jake paul more of an online celebrity now wouldn't you love island and what have you but you know it's hard to sort of look at it and think why aren't you picking tommy fury you know he, he is the actual boxer he is, but then Jake Paul's fought better opponents, I suppose, if you want to put it that way. Not maybe not in their prime because if we thought if you Anderson Silver in his prime, Stuart, he wouldn't be living to tell the tale now. <laughs> this this is he the would. thing. This is the thing, isn't it? And Carl Frotch has alluded to it. As you said, you said yourself about Carl Frotch, he doesn't need to fight him after no. he said, see how you got on with Tommy. Like you said, the credibility of Carl Frotch, you know, four times weight champion, all the rest of it, he doesn't need to. I totally take what you're saying on that. But at the end of the day, he causes, he's a 50, basically, you know, how, how old was Anderson? Late 40s? 47, I think, when he fought Jake Paul. Just taking it out to what Carl Frotch is saying, you know, you're fighting guys in your 50s, which is not far off 50, like, but yeah. that's what you've got to, that's what you've got to say, haven't you, about it. At the end of the day, Tommy's 23 years old and he's trained in it, you know, professionally, he's a professional fighter. Has he fought the caliber of people? No. They, these are the talking points, aren't they, which make it amazing ahead of Sunday night. Yeah, they are talking points. They are talking points. But, you know, at the same time as we've also got to look at the skill set in, you know, maybe Tommy hasn't fought the the level of the opponents that Jake Paul has, you know, per se. You know, forget the basketball play that he beat because you know, he never had it. That, he, no, he, there was no, I mean, that Nate is why Robinson, it was. In the start look, at, look at the size of Nate Robinson. Sorry to jump in. And I've, no, I've no, watched no. him. I watched him in the NBA for years. He's a decent, a decent player, to be fair. But, yeah, come on, man. There's no credibility. It's translating to a, a, a combat no, sport, does it? It didn't do. It didn't do bad. I don't think it did like mega mega numbers. But it didn't do bad. But yeah, it's a bot. It's a basketball player for God's sake. Yeah, and Ben Askren's a wrestler. Ben Askren yeah. is a fantastic wrestler. Watches stuff back in Bellator and One FC, but he can't strike, and he's never known for his striking. Ground and pound, yes, but standing up, no. You saw that when his first fight against Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler nearly punched a hole through his head. Do you know what I mean? Tyron Woodley. On the way out, can throw a punch and he's got some power, yes, but he's not a boxer. Anderson Silva, I think if he left UFC a long time ago, instead of held, held on to you know what he did, which he, I think he should have retired a long time ago before that, he could have been a good boxer because he's got he's got the IQ in the ring and he knows when to move and pivot and you know a forty seven year old 
he hasn't got the same reflexes as he once was. So Jake Paul can work things out when he's thrown it. And he did in the fight. He worked everything out. I tell you what, Chris, just go back to Askren. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that that's done the best. That's done the best pay-per-view numbers out of all the fights so far for Jake Paul. 1.5 million okay. buys. And when when it was Roy Jones Jr. and Tyson as the main event and he was on the undercard. That, that, that was 1.2 million. So it just goes to show, doesn't it? Even with Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. headlining that one card, the Askren fight actually did 300,000 more buys. Yeah, but I think the, the, the whole boxing versus MMA was the intrigue there, wasn't it? You, do you know what I mean? I think Tyson, uh, sorry, um, Tyron Woodley, to most people, they don't really know who he is. Yes, he's been a former champion, and yes, he was very, very good in, in his prime at welterweight. But um, the, I think the, the intrigue of Ben Askren and Jake Paul, him actually fighting an actual fighter, was more intriguing at the time. <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. I think we should go. We were talking about fighters, boxers, who, who had their say on the fight. Here is former... World champion, Mr. Tony Bellew, our fellow Evertonian, on what he had to say about the fight on Sunday. I'm not sure if he's cut out for it, to be totally honest. You know, he, I don't think he'll ever even win a British title. Like, Jake Paul has got a better win on his record than anyone Tommy, Tommy Fury's ever faced. I don't see absolutely any risk for Jake Paul. He's going in there with, with a professional fighter. He's only ever boxed MMA people and YouTubers. Uh, so, he, in my opinion, he has no, he has nothing to lose. Everyone's expecting him to get beat. It's, it's a mad, crazy fight. One thing I will say is, I mean, I can't say enough the pressure is on Tommy Fury. I mean, you've heard what his brothers said. If he loses, stay in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and, and, be a, and be a PT to cloud to the... Cristiano Ronaldo, and I was just like, oh, that's a bit heavy. I feel for Tommy Fiori, I really do, because he's a kid who, who's been thrust into this, and I'm not sure if he's cut out for it, to be totally honest. You know, he, I don't think he'll ever even win a British title. I'm not sure if he's cut out. You're going to get full transparency and honesty from Tony Bell, just the way he is. <laughs> Again, Chris, he, that's a pro boxer, talking about a pro boxer who, who could use lose to a white-collar Boxer, uh, you know, he's, yeah. still, he's still an amateur boxer, isn't he? Although, as we've said, if Jake Paul wins, he goes into the rankings as a pro boxer. But yeah. you know, what take away from Tony Bellew there? Quite, is it, was he a bit too OTT about him not winning a British title, Tommy? I don't, I, maybe so, because have, have we seen enough of Tommy Fury in, in harder fights to really see where his ceiling's at? Because we haven't, have we? We've seen him, you know, blow fighters away. We haven't really seen him against, you know, a, a really standout solid uh, light heavyweight. Is light heavyweight, isn't he? Fighter. We haven't seen any him fight someone who can really push him. Maybe Jake Paul could be that guy. You you don't know, do you? You don't know, you know, what the game plan is in regards to Jake Paul fighting Tommy Fury on Sunday. But he hasn't fought anyone where you you can really think, oh no, he's not that good. Though he's fought this guy. This guy's been around. He's a journeyman, but he's got a couple of good fights and wins on his record. We haven't seen that type of fight out of Tommy Fury yet. So to say after eight fights, oh, he's never going to win a title. I think that's a, a bit blown out of proportion there. Really, I think he maybe should have fought. I don't, you know, maybe see what, where he goes in the future instead of just completely flat out saying, nah, he's not good enough. Been like almost to me from from the comments from Tony there. It's like shock and awe a little bit. Does he actually mean what he's saying? 
then again, he, 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 he's not he's not a liar. He scouts number one, scouts deep yeah. from the heart, as we know. But yeah, is it is it a bit of shock and all, you know, to get get people watching maybe on, on Tony's side Possibly, there? Yeah. I think possibly, yeah. Just say something a bit outlandish, isn't it, and, and get the views. You know, that, that, that's pretty much what they all do these days, isn't it? Um, I, I don't know if that's what Bellew generally thinks, and, and that's you know that's really his personal opinion, you know. We don't know that we won't know anything until they fight, really. We won't, we won't know until they've both been tested properly. You know, obviously, Jake is now going to be tested by a boxer this Sunday, so that marks it off the wow, well, you've got to fight a boxer. Well, now he is, and with Tommy, is are you good enough to make the, the next step up in competition? And then we'll, we'll find out, won't we? But even if you say now, for example, Tommy blows Jake Paul away, he's expected to really, isn't he? Through being an actual boxer, what does that really do for him? Doesn't really do anything, does it? It shuts Jake Paul up for probably what ten minutes, and then he'll be back on it again because he's he's that type of person. I don't think this really. I don't think Jake Paul loses anything in this fight. I don't. I don't think it's a lose lose. I think it's more of a win win really because he's not expected to beat a boxer, but his personality will keep things going, and he'll he'll fight again after this. I can guarantee. You know he's built he's built up from having six round fights to his credit. As much as I've knocked him, as much as I've knocked him, especially when we're doing big fight weekly, I mm. think he's had he's had eight rounds with Anderson. So it's not as if he hasn't you know done eight rounds before. And I, it's it he can do it. He's got he, he has got the tank on him. Do you see a stoppage in this fight, or do you think we'll see the full eight? Well, I, I'd like to see a stoppage. Yes, I would. Um, but you just don't know. They could cancel each other out. They could. They could uh, clinch for majority of the fight. Look at the Anderson Silver Jake Paul fight, for example. There's a lot of clinching in that, and Jake Paul used the clinch actually really well against Anderson Silver. Where I thought Anderson Silver would be really good in a clinch. You know, he's a Muay Thai expert, so he would know how to use a clinch. Obviously, not in the MMA terms, but in boxing, just to use it to his advantage. But Jake Paul a lot stronger than Anderson Silver in the clinch. So if there's not as much clinch work. And, and Tommy Fury has got the space. I think Tommy Fury, if he uses the space and uses that jab, I think he sets J- Jake Paul up all day long. But then it's precious to it. And can Tommy Fury fight without Jake Paul getting in his head and then fight with emotion? Because he starts fighting with emotion, Stuart. I think Jake Paul wins this all day long. Absolutely. Like you said, it's it's uh, I, one, one thing I will <coughs> credit with, with Jake. I've got to give him credit, credit where credit is due. He can. He's good. He's good to the body. He can. He can get you. He can. You know, he'll do high volume at the body. But there again, what about when shots are coming the other way? And he's gonna have to be covering up. You know, what's his guard gonna be like? You know, when you go into the body, uh, he, he has relative success. I I asked you. I posed this to you prior before we went live. You know, there's a five inch reach differential here, but you don't mm. seem to think that matters that too much. No, unless unless they've, Jake Paul comes out and he's now worked on his jab and his jab is fantastic, and I don't think it will be because that's another thing where you don't you know you don't learn to use be a, a use a jab like a boxer in two years. You you just don't you know I mean you see it with Tommy Fury as he can use that jab and it's like it's like having a whip, isn't it? That how quick he can flick it out and and he can use it and then set things up. Where if you watch Jake Paul's previous fights. He's, his stance when he throws a jab is so open. 
and he's just frozen out there. You know what I mean? Where if you're fighting a natural boxer, Stuart, and you're throwing a jab out there and your stance is all over the place, they pick you apart all day long. I think, like, again, I think, Jake Paul, it's all about making it a dog fight, making it, you know, a really sort of dirty boxing sort of type of fight, but using that right hand, because that right hand, let's be honest, Stuart, it knocked out Tyron Woodley, it knocked out Ben Askren, the the basketball player, Anderson Gibb. Um, you know, it, it dropped Anderson Silva. So he's got power. He's got power. And and Tommy Fury, and I watched a few fights of Tommy Fury, is his chin is up when he's being pressed. He doesn't do really well in the press. So when he's when he's being pressed into the ropes, his chin is quite high up. And if they've worked on it in the Jake Paul sort of camp, they, they could only look for an overhanded right there and, and hit him on the button. And, and we'll see how how good um, Tommy Fury's chin is from then. Movement, movement's key, isn't it? But like you said, when you get penned into the ropes, uh, maybe, maybe he can, maybe it can be the other way around. He can, he can get, he can get Jake Paul into the into ropes himself and stop mm-hmm. him. But you know, when they're in that center of the ring, <laughs> and you, you know, I think there is going to be points in that fight where they're both betrayed in. I don't think Jake Paul. I don't think Jake Paul's going to take you know his foot off the gas, is he? So I think he's going to have he's going to give it a good good go. But yeah, it's it's positioning within in the ring as well, isn't it? As as much you know footwork. Let, let's get let's get into that. You know, it, you've got it. You've got to have, you've got to have the footwork. You see it all the time. If you're penned into the ropes, it's, it can be a struggle for some fighters, can't it? Well, it's, it's all about the pivot as well, though, isn't it? When you're up against that ropes, it's not just your footwork, isn't it? When someone's throwing a right and left at you, you've got to be, you know, in and out and moving moving with the strikes so you don't get connected with it. I, I just think it, with, 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 with Jake Paul's to win, it's he's got to make it a dogfight, Stuart. It's got to make it dirty boxing. He's got to pressure Tommy Fury from watching yesterday and watching highlights of Tommy Fury. He does struggle a bit when he has been pressured, which is very... Very limited watch because he hasn't really fought anyone with the with qualities to really push him all the way and and really put the pressure on him. I think it, um, not his last fight, but the fight before that, I think it was a gingerhead bloke. Can't remember the name, but he, he put some pressure on Tommy Fury up against the ropes and he almost caught him with a with a hook. But Tommy just about moved out of the way of it. Now I think Jay Paul would have obviously seen all this, and this camp surely must have seen it that. He's not, he's not very good going back and being pressured. But on the other hand, Stuart, Tommy Fury is very good in the space. He's very good at countering. And again, you say about Jake Paul's body work, Tommy Fury can really take it to the body. And I think he dropped it. Didn't he beat a guy um, with three body shots? And he dropped him with that. And then he goes to the liver quite often, doesn't he? He sets up the, the, to go high to go high and then go low, but uses that, digs into that liver. Um Tommy Fury's got to use the space, hasn't he? He's got to use that jab and he's got to work around that jab and, and take all the space he can get. It's just, it's very really intriguing to see which way it goes. It gets, you, it gets you talking, it gets you thinking, absolutely. Albert Barlow, here we go, Chris. Just just yeah. Chris from Albert Barlow. Albert. So there we go, there we have it. I have asked people to put put some predictions in but we haven't had any we we'll, we'll just we'll just take take the floor with it mate but also yeah. i just want to play a quick clip with eddie hearn obviously yeah. promoter for matchroom all that stuff's on the zone you know he's he's promoted he's promoted the polls before he had logan oh, yeah. inside didn't he yeah he did Which, when you think back it was only 2018 but it feels like a, longer ago but here we are mr eddie hearn of matchroom boxing it would be limited 
right? But he is a fighter. He is a boxer. So all the criticism about Jake is you've never fought a boxer. He's about to. Not a very good one, mm-hmm. but still a boxer. And it just, you know, for, for Tommy Fury, it's just a bit embarrassing. Like if he, if he was to lose it, it's embarrassing full stop to lose to Jake. But I think he'll mess with Tommy mentally. And I think, I just think by the time they get in the ring, if they do get in the ring, I think Tommy will be defeated before the fight's even taken place. And I think, I think Jake Paul will win by knockout. Wow. Quite bold. Okay. And again, that's, that's a boxing promoter. It's, it's, we've had the fighter's perspective in terms of Tony Bellew. Look, Eddie here knows, knows boxing inside out and backwards and, you know, promotional side and all the rest of it. But that that's a bold statement in itself, Chris. I, 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 Stuart, I get what he's coming from. And I said this to you a minute ago. It, it is, it's the pressure that Tommy's well under because it, the pressure yeah. is all on Tommy Fury. All the stuff that Tyson and John have said if he loses, you know, and then it's a sheer embarrassment that he's a professional boxer and he loses to Jake Paul. There's a lot of pressure. And then again, yeah, there is the mind games that Jake Paul plays. But I'd hope to think that, you know, he's got Tyson in his corner in there, where Tyson's the king of mind games. Tyson knows how to take it and, and dish it out to people, you know, really get under the skin before a fight. And, you know, you've seen what Bisping said, Conor McGregor said, Charles Sonnen over the years, you can beat a guy before he steps into the ring or an octagon way before you start trading with mental warfare. And Jake Paul... I think does get under Tommy Fury's skin. And I think it's quite clear when they have face to face. But Jake Paul's, like I say, Jake Paul's very clever and smart with it. And he can do this with a fight with Stuart and he can really piss him off by talking to him and really rallying him up. And again, it, it's the pressure. And being in the main event, Stuart, he's never been in the main event before. Jake Paul has. It's tangible, it's, it's, isn't it? This this is what's going to get people talking, man. And they're saying uh, main event UK time around half nine, ten o'clock. They're yeah, saying Saudi Arabia three hours ahead. Again, you know, it's it's more suitable time for us here. But mm-hmm. you know, if the Americans are going to be watching it a little bit earlier. So this this fight could have been on at silly o'clock in the morning here. But they are. You know, we've got it. We've got it at a decent time, haven't we, Chris? But I'd like to. I'd like to get on to the betting odds. And the betting odds have changed. They change daily. But this is from a few hours ago, Chris. I'll just fire it up, the graphic up now. As you can see, Jake Paul, heavy favourite, 21 to 25. Tommy, 11 to 8. The draw, 14 to 1, obviously very wide. I can't see it being a draw. But a lot of the money is going on Jake Paul. But I don't even think that's like boxing fans, if I'm honest with you. I think it's people... Betting on him because because of his name value and and following what he does outside of boxing maybe. Um, not say people aren't boxing fans, Chris, but it's casuals yeah. as well. And yeah. and that, that that number on the betting odds it, it might it might widen again before Sunday in Jake Paul's favour. Possibly, you mean weigh-ins can change. You know what I mean? You could see the weigh-ins when they look at each other. Maybe how physically. The physique of Tommy Fury looks, you know what I mean? He looked a bit fat when he uh, went face-to-face the other week, didn't he, in the ring? I mean, usually you're notorious with Tommy Fury, a pretty boy with lots of muscles. Um, but I think the stare-down toward, you know, at the weigh-ins, is, I think, is what is the final sell there, isn't it? You'll know then. I, I always thought in, a, in MMA, when you see a stare-down, you could always tell who's, who's, who's more bricking it between them. I, I just wonder, I, I, I can't... I've got it wrong with Jake Paul so many times, Chris. It's on record, isn't it? I haven't even. I've got it all. I'm going to go against him again. I think Tommy 
I think Tommy will come out of this and he, and he will. He'll be fine once. Get a couple of rounds under his belt. I think it'll ease him a little bit, maybe initially, men mentally. I've, I've got to go with Tommy. And I know a lot of these pro boxers, guys, do. I'm just a fan at the end of the day. I yeah. know a lot of pro boxers are saying, it, you know, it's Jake Paul's to lose. But I, I can't look past the, the, the boxer, the pro boxer. I can't. I can't. But I do think, hopefully, I don't think there'll be a stoppage, but I think we're going to get eight rounds. Which would be good, you know. That, that, that's, you, you want it. You want it to. You want to see plenty of rounds sometimes, don't you? Yeah, but you see, I'll throw this at you then. So you're saying Tommy wins, but he wins by say unanimous decision, or are you going for a split I think, decision? I think so. I think just boxing, boxing ability, as you've alluded to. You know, Jake Paul's job isn't the greatest, and I think no. Tommy, Tommy will have watched this. Look, Jake would have seen tapes and tapes and tapes on Tommy's loss. He's going to know his weaknesses, but I just can't look past him. He's got so much to lose. No, you know, yeah. Jake Paul really hasn't got that much to lose when you think about it. it it's it's more the, the you know the deck is stacked against Tommy, but I think I think he's going to prevail. I think there's enough there. You know, the fury's behind him. They know mm. they know the, the, the traps and and stuff that involve with this. But I just I just I can't. I know I've got it wrong so many times. You know you might get this one right. You might. Yeah, get I really, this. I really do. I really do believe the boxer will come through. And uh, yeah, I, I say I think it'll be a good test, though. I really, really do. And I think we will see the full eight. I can't see a stoppage. For him to come out of this, and so I'm gonna go with what you're saying here. For Tommy to come out of this, as you say now, he's won the fight, unanimous decision. People are gonna look and scrutinize. all they're gonna praise him in. How he took this, how he's won this fight. For him to walk away with accolades in this fight, and he's won the decision now. In your eyes, Stuart, how is he going to? How's this fight going to work? Uh, pla- um, sort of go about for him to sort of win this unanimous decision in your eyes and still look good. I think he'd be looking, looking, looking ahead. You know, as as Bellew said, I go back to Bellew, British, British level. Uh, no, I think it'd be it'd be a it'd be up at European level with a victory. You know, of the of this stature. Where Jake Paul is socially, I mean, not not in terms of rankings. Obviously, we've said about Jake Paul. If he wins, he, he goes into the rankings. But mm-hmm. I think Tommy Tommy can get this one done. You know, move on to the next, and then back to it's going to be legitimate opponents. But I'd say I'd say European level opponent, even facing Jake Paul off the back of a victory for him, I really would, Chris. I think it's in there. The, the fight, the fight mentality is in there. I think he just needs. Maybe maybe a bit more confidence, Chris. And this one, I think, will give him a lot of confidence coming through it. I really do see that. He's got to look good in the fight, though, Stuart, to win a decision. He's got to, oh, you know, maybe, he's, he's got to, he's got to look good. He's got, to, he's got to absolutely literally obliterate him without knocking him out. Um, and just, you know, at the end of the decision, just say, well, you know, Jake Paul's got a good chin and he took a lot of the the, the punches. But for him to look to walk away from this fight as a, as you say, then is he's won a decision over Jake Paul. He's got to look good because if he wins it and just squeaks a, a unanimous decision just by staying behind the jab, you know, because he could just stay behind the jab because he's, you know, he can use that and and use it quite easy, easily. But if he just sticks behind the jab and just wins by points, you, I don't think people are going to be happy about that, you know. And I think I think that's he's still going to look. People are going to look down on him and say it's more of a win for Jake Paul that he's gone eight rounds with a professional boxer. Where, where? Actually, I'm going to put it to you. What are you thinking predictions wise? Where where do you see it going? What do you see the end result being? I've got to ask you because I've obviously I've thrown mine out there. 
I think Jay Paul beats Toby Fury, Stuart. Okay. I, I, I don't think it's going to be by KO. I, I, I'm going the opposite way to you, and I think he's going to win. I, I think it's going to be a split decision. Um, I think, you know, I mean, like you say, when we've spoke about it, I think it's going to be, you know, they're, they're both going to have really decent rounds. So I feel like Tommy's going to start off really good, take the first couple, and then Jake Paul's going to take over. And then they might, you know, they might drop each other. You don't know. Uh, this is the interesting thing to see where it goes. But I think that <clears throat> Tommy's got so much pressure on him. Uh, you know, you're going to have to retire. You're going to have to change your name. You've never, he's not main evented in front of thousands of thousands of people before. You know, when he fought uh, Tyson Fury's last in Wembley, there's bugger all people there watching him, really. And that's not his fault, it's just his placement on the card. And people aren't really interested to watch Tommy, they want Tyson, don't they? But I think the pressure, and I feel like I don't know if he can handle it turn, being turned into a dogfight. And if he's got no space to use that jab and he can't set anything up and he's getting pressure to push back and push back. I think he's going to wilt. And on the mind games, I think Jake Paul is going to use against him during the fight as well. But I wouldn't Not- mind him if he beats him, though, Stuart. If, he knocks Tom- if Tommy knocks Jake Paul out, I- I- I'll happily fucking cheer because I don't like yeah. the bastard. <laughs> I don't like Jake Paul at all. As a person, I think he's an no, arsehole. But you've always but- said business, business head, fighter... You know, coming in as he's an amateur, he's an amateur, but he, yep. he has done. You know, you've always said that to, to your credit, Chris. You've never said you know, his credentials as what he's doing and the level he's at. And, mm. and business head, you've always said you've always respected that, haven't you? Yeah, but, but you've got to respect for what he's done because you know, sports, some sports do go stale, and some people do get bored of the same old fighters winning everything. You get that in MMA as well as you do in boxing, so it does take a little prick to come in. <laughs> And, and 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 rifle some feathers, yeah. And and people are like, "Oh, what's he about?" Like, I would, you know, people like you could go, oh, "I actually want him to win," or there's the other side of people want to, really want to see him get knocked out. Same for Conor McGregor, shoot back in the day. People wanted to have a, to see him win, or they want to see him get destroyed. But it puts bums on the seats. Yeah. It puts eyes to the TV. So Jake Paul's doing, um, you know, a fantastic job of doing that. I think going back to like money, business, and stuff like that. Tommy, Tommy may never make this amount of money regarding two million. Where he's, two million, two million. I, you know more than me on figures, like, but he knows. It's two million. Knows, he's getting, he's getting I know. I know you're a fight. He's a fighter. I, I get all that. But again, I, I would depending on how far he goes with his career. You never know, dear. You know, he could be at world level. We don't know. It, it could just no, click. No. It could just click. But I don't think he's ever going to make this amount of money. So I think that's governing him as well. This, this has been on the cards for 18 months, hasn't it? I think from a money standpoint for Tommy, you can't he can't turn it down because I don't think he'll ever make this amount that he's going to make. You're saying projecting two million. I think it is. I think it is. There's guys, there's guys, you know, world title holders now that don't make that, you know, yeah. British British guys. Same in MMA, Stuart. Same yeah. in MMA. So he can't he can't turn it down. And and finally we're getting it, Chris. Finally. And it will it will have the attention of the world. That's just how it is. There, yeah, of course. There is buzz. There is buzz, man. Um, it just I, I can't I can't wait actually in some respects just to see how Tommy deals with pressure. We've said about pressure, Chris. That, it's all about the pressure for him. You can have all the ability in the world, can't you? We've, we've, we've taught mindset for the last two mm-hmm. years, haven't we? With Big Fight Weekly, the mindset, yeah. psychology that is in that's in there as well, isn't it? 
Yeah, you can't get caught up in it. And I think this is this is why I think Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury. And it's not that Jake uh, Tommy Fury is a bad boxer. He, you know, he's average at best. He's not he's not someone that you you watch. You know, you have to go find his next fight, and you have to be there and ready to watch it because you think, right, he's going to be the next big thing. He's showing signs of something that I've not seen before, or you know, he's revamped the style. He hasn't. He he's very traditional and and. and the Fury way, but not as you know as progressive as Tyson Fury is. When Tyson Fury flicks a jab out, because he doesn't just flick one out, he's flicking two or three out. But he's always setting something up. But you know Tyson's fought big fighters, so we we know where Tyson is. Right. Tommy's it's so much pressure. We haven't seen him again pressured in the ring. We haven't seen him pressured mentally warfare, which he's getting currently from Jake Jake Paul. And there's just so much riding on this because he's got to win and he's got to win emphatically because if he doesn't and it's just a boring decision, I still think people will say, well, I'm sorry, mate, but you've just you've just barely beaten a YouTuber. Well, YouTuber turned boxer. He's got he's got it. He's got to make it. He's got to knock him out. Stuart. He's always he's got to absolutely beat him yeah. to a pulp every round. And just Jake Paul just survives because he's got a good chin. Or, you know, he, he he can make it a bit of a dogfight, but, t- you know, Tommy's on top. I can't see Tommy doing it. I think Tommy might start off fast, but I think pressure in mind games and, and Jake Paul's willingness to make it a dogfight, it, I think it's going to make, it's gonna, he's going to struggle with it, is what I'm sort of getting at. Chris, I've never heard of David Sparks when we were doing Big Fight Weekly. So on YouTube, he's watching us on YouTube. Hello, guys. And then he follows up with this Tommy is the fraud. Which a lot of people, a lot no, of people are saying, it's got, it's got to be said, it's very top heavy with people predicting that it's going to be Jake Paul's to lose. Thanks for your comment, David, as well. Cheers, Dave. Um, do you think that comment doesn't come out if he doesn't do Love Island? It could have. We've seen people go into reality. Oh, oh my word, Chris. I know, yeah. I see it, I see it. I'll, I'll, answer, it. I'll answer it first before this guy comes in, because we haven't oh. heard from this guy in a long while. I can't believe he's I can't believe he's commented, but yeah, yeah, reality TV, we've seen it with many people, but at the same time, it's it's a way in for people. It's it is it's, yeah, I, it's, it's, I, I can't stand reality TV, but it, yeah. it serves it serves a purpose. And yeah, going back to David's comment there, it, it can make you look fraudulent as well in terms of where you've come from. And we've seen a lot of guys in sport, you know, not known, not well known prior, going on reality shows to get that buzz. It's just the way the way of the world, isn't it, Chris? And how how it is these days. I think if Tommy was more open in in saying like, you know, I did do this to get more to get more notoriety on my name, I think people would be a bit more like, right, okay, at least you've been honest about it. Where Jake Paul is like, yeah, I did Disney, I have done YouTube, I have done really awful songs, but here <laughs> I am. Yeah. But, I'm, yeah, but here I am, here I am, I'm in the boxing ring, I'm doing more things than most people would do to sit there and watching it, he, he's gone in and done it, and you know, this, it's not really fraudulent in Jake Paul's part, because he has been open and been honest, yeah, I have done all this, I've used it to my advantage, and look where I am. Chris, I've got to put the OG commenter, the guy that followed us on Big Fight Weekly, so, so much, one of the, one of the you know, one of the stalwarts, one of the stalwarts of our show when we did it obviously yeah an ultra a big fight weekly ultra you know we're going to term it in soccer terms in combat sports and it's mr brett thomas chris 
I'm going to read this one out. He's got quite a lot to say. He's got another comment below, as you've seen. I can't believe I didn't see this advertised. You found this, mate. You found this. Don't worry about that. We're here. We are here. We are going to be doing episodes sporadically for the big fights. Don't you worry. We will be around. Hello, Stu and Chris. Logan Paul is the GOAT now in wrestling. Can't dispute that, mate. Three or four matches. And he, he's done fantastic. He, he's brilliant considering how long he's been doing it. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That's a topic for another day. And in combat sports, Jake Paul is the man. Jake is far better boxer than Tommy. Love Ireland. Chris? Um, I, 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 I've, I've seen bits and, part, bits and pieces of Logan Paul um, in WWE. Um, I've not seen anything that's, you know, to sort of put him down because I think he's he's got the agility, hasn't he, Logan Paul? He's got the athleticism. Um, that thing in the, in the Royal Rumble and they both jumped off each other side of the ring. Incredible. Um, Jake Paul being a better boxer than Tommy Fury? No, but he's got other means to win a fight than maybe so what Tommy can do. Absolutely. And he's extending off that. I've got another comment after that, as you can see in the chat. It's not just Love Island. Tommy has been scared. You can tell in those interviews. I think even Tyson knows deep down there is problems coming. Absolutely, Brett. There's no question that. You can see it with Tyson. The poker face isn't really there with it, is it? You know, I mean, you can see people being honest about Jake's abilities and where he's at, in, you know, in his career. But yeah, it's it, it's not no, it's not just Love Island. But again, it's 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 business as well. Don't go back to Love Island. You know, the guy made money off it. He's done very well, so you can't dispute that. As much as we all hate reality television, one of them things. Tommy has been scared. You can tell in the Chris, do you think Tommy looks scared? What Brett's saying, you know, he loves Jake Paul. Um, I, I think I, I don't. I think Tommy hasn't got the same level as uh, Tyson when it comes to mental strength. When I mean mental strength is that when someone's trying to get under your skin, they can just swipe it off and it doesn't bother them. I don't think Tommy has the same as Tyson, where he can take all that sort of banter and, and roll with it. But I, th I think he does get really agitated by what Jake Paul says. And I think when when you do that, you're falling into Jake Paul's plan because that's all what Jake Paul's trying to do. You know, what I mean, he knows he probably can't beat Tommy box for box. Um, he's never going to outbox him. He, you know, what I mean, he's not going to out jab him. But if he gets into his head and he, you know, what I mean, he messes him up, he's gotten beat already, hasn't he? Because then he's going to come in like a wild man, and it's all going to be all inside. But he's not going to be thinking, is he? His IQ goes out the window. I'm just going to knock him out and and. He's winging everything, and that plays straight into Jake Paul's hand because Jake Paul goes, right, okay, I'm going to dodge this, hit me overhand right, gone to sleep, and then he's embarrassed. This this is what it's all about, man. You can go at it from so many ways. You shed light on all this. Again, I, I've turned it loads of times. You know there's variables within the fight. There's so many of that. Yeah. And this is this is what we want. It is, mm. It's the unknown, isn't it? You're waiting. You're waiting to see what's going to happen, what could happen. Brett, I hope you're both excited. I hope you're both good and healthy. Yeah, just just great, great having you commenting, man. Because you were integral, you were integral to Big Fight Weekly. You know, you gave us talking points every week, and we know how much you love Jake Paul. Yeah, am I respecting Jake Paul a little bit more, Brett? I think, yeah, I think you can tell. <laughs> he's, you can tell. he's opened up a bit more. I have because I used to go mad, didn't I? But Brett, yeah, yeah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm softening. Maybe I'm softening in my old age. And yeah, then, maybe. Brett, Brett, again, my prediction is a third round KO. Brett, get some money on that. I don't know what the odds are, but I'd, I'd throw some. I'd throw some money on that if you can. 
bet responsibly, of course, Chris. Third round KO for Jake Paul. No, I'm st- I'm sticking with a split decision win. I don't and the only way I think Jake Paul KOs Tommy Fury is going back to the pressure and the mind games he plays and, and Tommy doesn't really go with the game plan and just goes all out trying to knock him out. Absolutely. That's the only way I see it happening. Brett Fury senior versus Jake, really. I'd rather see really? Tom. Hey, John no, Fury. John, John Fury is comedy gold when he gets going. Oh, yeah. But, you know, not in the, not in the fighting terms. Absolutely not. David Sparks again. Here we go. Jake Paul is a character, I feel. I mean, he's clearly smart. Of course he is. Of course he's smart. He's made a fortune, man. The stuff he promoted with Eddie on the woman show that we, we said this, didn't we, for Katie Taylor and Serrano, number one, Chris? Yes. Yeah, he, yeah. He did a, I, I said it. I'll Promoting. He did a fantastic job. He held his own and they promoted that fight really well. Obviously, we've got Katie Taylor and Serrano number two coming up in May as well. Yes. So, yeah, there's no question. There's no question that he, he, he you know, he spoke very well, very eloquently. The Jake well, you know, with Eddie Hearn and all that, Chris. Your example to that, yeah, perfect with Eddie, with Eddie, yeah, even though he owes Eddie a million now, doesn't he, for slander. But um, <laughs> wouldn't, PFL wouldn't have brought him on board, Stuart, if no. they didn't think he could sell. And you know, PFL, PFL are slowly gra- uh, call, crawling up the ladder in MMA terms as a company. Um, you know, and they're trying to find their spot in the world against the, the UFCs and the Bellators and you know, one FCs. And then, you know, he's there, he, he he's a partial owner, I think, of PFL. Um, and he didn't mean they wouldn't have taken someone like him on. So, Jake Paul's very, it is right for what David says, he is smart, he is clever. Um, he knows what he's talking about. He knows where to put his money in or where to open his mouth. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't mind him in that terms. But as a person, I couldn't be asked. I couldn't be asked listening to him because he just chucks utter garbage. <laughs> I get what he's doing. Yeah. I've seen so many fights over the years that, you know, jibber-jabber all the way through. I prefer Logan Paul in, in terms of if I had to pick one of them. You've always said that, though, to your credit, mate. You've never, you've never said any different in terms of the two of them. So that, that's fine. David, just subscribe to the channel and see some quality throwback names you have interviewed. Yeah, also, please, please subscribe to the Big Fight Weekly YouTube as well if you haven't already, David, because you should see Chris. Chris did some great interviews last year. And, and we obviously have previous shows. as There's old throwback shows yeah. to the big events, UFC and the boxing. So, yeah. Big, big stuff on, on the Big Fight Weekly YouTube channel as well. So take a look. It, it's still there. You know, we will load up stuff into there still as well. But thank you. Thank you for that, yeah. mate. And thanks for your comments. So, yeah, Chris, anything else to add before we go? No, I mean, we covered everything. Um, and I, I think it's a case of what happens now, isn't it? It's, it's a case of where it goes and what happens to the to the winner. And, you know, if Tommy wins, does he win emphatically? And does he just shut Jake Paul up in the terms of boxing realms? Or does he do what you said? He wins the decision, but doesn't look good doing it because that doesn't help him in any cause. Or does Jake Paul go out there, starch him, embarrass him? Or does Jake Paul win, takes him all, to, all the way to the eight rounds? Because I think it's a win-win for Jake Paul either way. If he knocks him out or, you know, wins by decision. I think it's all on Tommy Fury to win him to win by KO and and silence because if he doesn't beat him by KO, Stuart, everyone's going to be jumping on his back. Absolutely, John Scott. Here we are, John Scott Media these days. He's just been at one PW this past weekend in Lincoln. My friends Perrett and Gav, Chris, Chris knows 
Gavin Perry really well. They were there. Lads. Yeah, lads, just seen this and put post it. Thanks, thanks for that, John. Cheers for doing that. Great to see you both, and great to see Brett. LOL. Hope you all well. It's good to see yeah. Brett. Yeah, we're, we're see great. Brett. We're great, man. Hey, John. Who would have thought it when you said about doing specials for Powered Four involving Jake Paul? I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And now, lo and behold, we've done it. We've done a special because it's just the, the, you know the enormity of the fight. That's you can't escape up. it. You can't escape it. You can't escape it, mate. You got to jump on the buzz. I think even I'm going with Jake. That's that's three or four to one now on that, and 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 that's he is he is heavy favourite, John. There's no question about that. I'm still going Tommy, and I'm probably going to get it wrong. And I've got worse predictions than Chael, Chris, as you always allude to Chael. Oh, Chael, Chael's, Chael is dreadful. Never, ever. Chael's you know going, with Tommy. Chael's going with Tommy. If you want to make some money, just go opposite to Chael Sutton every time. You, you, you'd be a rich sport <laughs> right now. We love, Chael. we love Chael. I love Chael. Of course. Absolutely. And then there's still more comments coming here, Chris, so we're not finishing just yet. Okay. Mr. Thomas again. Hey, John, it was great. For me to see you last year in Cardiff, so I'm assuming that was for Clash at the Castle. Hope you are good. Are you going to Money in the Bank, which is in July, and the tickets uh, were on pre-sale yesterday? I think they're officially on sale now. So they're doing um, they're doing SmackDown and Money in the Bank at the O2 in London, which is huge. Okay, okay. John, haha, he's money. He is. J Paul is. I can't I can't dispute that. I can't dispute that. I am. I am so the pair of them. I am so the pair of them. It's got to be said. The pair, both Logan and Jake Paul are money. Look, you know, look at what Joe, uh, Logan Paul's doing in, in your world in the wrestling business, and you know, they, they both got the handles on on two massive sports and making a big, big money doing it. Absolutely. Do you know what, Chris? I think we should go to what Ken Shamrock was saying on my show because I was very dismissive yeah. about Jake Paul. They, I think, me, I'm not going to play the whole clip, but you get the yeah, gist. Business, business acumen, you know, Ken, Ken's got Valor Bear Knuckle and stuff. And he's like you said, he's made his money. But Ken's a legend, This is a good clip from a fighter's mentality, you know, and a guy, a business standpoint. Is that um, it should be make sure that it's known that this is a celebrity match or that it's uh, an amateur match. Um, but it's not a professional boxing because he hasn't done the things to be a professional. Now, the way he's doing this, I got no issue with him jumping on and using platforms and fighting guys that are older and that, you know, maybe past their prime. He's making good moves and he's making a lot of money. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> um, but I think it's up to the sanctioning body in boxing mm -hmm. or in the combat sports to make sure that it's listed properly so you're not. You're not insulting guys that have put 20 years in their craft. Um, and you've got somebody that's saying they're a professional fighter when they're, they haven't done that yet. And I think that's what's rubbing some boxers wrong is that he's being put in a category of a professional boxer when he hasn't done that. What a guy. It made me think about it. And MMA legend, yeah. UFC Hall of Famer, that Ken Shamrock, former WWE star as well. He is he's correct, isn't he, Chris? Just in closing, I, I think, yeah, it will rub people up the wrong way, but staying in the in the confines that he's staying well, in. It, 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 yeah, but it has because it rubbed you up the wrong way when it first when this all first started. <laughs> and I'm not a fighter. I'm not yeah. a fighter. 
Yeah, but you're still a, an avid supporter of the sport. So, you know what I mean? When you see someone coming in who hasn't got the ability to, you know, like you've seen over the years, you are going to get your back up a bit. You know, say if he did that in MMA, he'd get my back up a bit. But at the same time, as you've got to respect him. You know, people can go, I'm going to knock you out, but never once step foot in a ring or an octagon or a cage. They never do. They just all mouth. The guy's gone and done it. And you've got to give him all the accolades for getting in the ring, boxing anybody. Because, you know what I mean? Think of the nerves. Do you want to get punched in the face? Do you? You know what I mean? And it, he's gone and done it. And he's like, we've already spoke about his business savvy mind. He is clever. He's not stupid. That's why he's got so much money. That's why people tune in to watch him. That's why he's got massive following. You know, okay, again, he still makes shit music, but hey, we can't all be like KSI in that sense, can you? Um, but yeah, it's nice to see he's, uh, he's still got his jacket in, in his shelves, all in the same place from when I last interviewed Ken Shamrock last year. <laughs> he, he, likes it. he likes his setup the way he likes it. And, yeah. mind, but no, he, he knows, Stuart, he's, Ken Shamrock's been in his business from day dot. He has had to learn and fine fighters, you know, which he both told us both about what, you know, how he had to get trainers to train with him, how he made Lions Den, you know, how he progressed through UFC, how he went to WWE, how he came back, you know, went, then went to Bellator and then went back to wrestling. The guy knows, in you know, when Absolutely. he speaks, you do shut up and you listen and take everything in Ken Shamrock says. I'm going to just put the graphics up for obviously people watching us live now on video. You can hear, you can hear on the audio when we go on the podcast channels later on as well so yeah just i'm going to put the graphic in so this is for the uk it's bt sport box office 19 pounds 95 here in the uk okay main event will be around half nine they reckon uk time so that'll be 4 30 on the east coast uh one 30 even earlier on the west coast like california that sort of area and then in the u.s it is on top rank obviously espn plus on pay-per-view there so it's a bit earlier for you guys. So they're the two providers for the UK and the USA. And uh, Chris, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Actually, why you brought that up? Yeah. Do you? Because I've seen a lot of people kick off about this. So I want to know your opinion. Do you feel like twenty pounds for the for the fight? Because you, I know you're, you're looking. There are other fights on the card, but mainly you're paying twenty quid for this one fight. To you, is that fair? I think because they know people will. Yeah, even I know they will. Even if they don't want to necessarily, they moan about it. Someone will hit that button and book it. You know, in your subconscious because you want yeah. to see it. Uh, the, the price point, the price point is. I, I did say it's a bit high, but then again, there's, there's stuff on over here now for like twenty nine ninety five, thirty pound. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, so you can be paying for like Tyson Fury now. So it has gone up. And then in America, I, I, I assume it's like sixty dollars, seventy dollars over there. A lot more, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, we've always been lucky in that respect over here. But pay per view's yeah. been going on a lot longer over there, and and people people will pay it over there as well. But yeah, our price point isn't actually that bad. Could they have come in at fifteen pound? They, they, they very well could have done. But I think nineteen ninety five is probably the right. Is the right price. It's always, it's always been that nineteen ninety five. You know what I mean? For fuck's sake, just make it twenty quid. What's with the fucking five pound off? <laughs> you just just round it off. Um, but no, I do get what you mean, and I you know I mean I feel like we do get uh, instances where pay per views are a lot cheaper when you do Absolutely. look at the American market. I did. They see have the, gone. They have I, gone very American over here with it in terms of how they sell it and stuff. It yeah. has changed a lot, pay per view and the cost yeah. and stuff. Like that. But hey, Chris, there's another guy here. There's another Big Fight Weekly commenter, viewer in the chat here, Chris. Oh, 
and it's Mr. Pete Layton on YouTube. Pete Layton, Chris. Hey, lads, sorry, late to the party. Sorry about this, mate. We sh I, I should have scheduled it and put it out there a bit more than I did. Jake Paul for me, although I like Tommy more. Pete, that's what that's how a lot of people feel, but that's now what five five to one saying Jake Paul's gonna do it on Sunday. Uh, yeah, but I feel like Pete's there with me. I think if Tommy if Tommy was to to beat Jake Paul emphatically now, I'm not talking about a decision, but I mean beat him. I feel like he'd be like me, he'd be like, oh good, yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that, but just thinking with my head. Prime, prime baby, but that's that's Logan and KSI in it, or has he got shares in it as well? No, 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 he doesn't like KSI. They're fighting December, don't forget, Stuart. Have you tried Prime, Chris? No, the girls want the girls want Prime, obviously, than the bloody dogs do here, but um, yeah, they um, they I have to look for it, but uh, I haven't found it so far. I, I've been told it's disgusting, so <laughs> I'm not paying three quid for a bottle of flipping juice. I can see where Brett's coming from. Obviously, we always draw parallels to the wrestling world in, in different ways with the combat sports, don't we, the way it is now. I think being a wrestling fan, you compare a five-hour twice night's mania show to a boxing show. Yeah, boxing takes the piss. Yeah, you get you get your bang for your buck with, with WrestleMania, but then you know you've got the network as well. But I know people who pay for Mania on, on pay-per-view because they're not subscribed to the to network. The network. Right. So, yeah, no, I take his point there. And again, Brett Thomas again, Chris. We can't leave yet, Chris, because we've got comments. I don't mind. I, I, miss, I miss speaking to Brett. So, Brett, keep throwing your comments in, mate. How do you think, Stu, when thinking how fortunate we are so he's gone on to the network, as I was saying, with the WWE and the network, I guess AEW is only pay-per-view wrestling we compare to. Yeah, because that, that's, that's it, isn't it? You, you've got to wonder, will AEW have their own platform where you'll pay a monthly subscription? I know Ring of Honor, you can pay monthly through obviously AW own that now it is it's it's the pay-per-view model isn't it uh, but they might they might make more money by having a network and following the business model of oh, WWE yeah. it, it, sure. it's no it's yeah but they do they do do it look look UFC London is a pay-per-view on box office which I didn't realize until I saw the advert for it the, um after I think it was the first the first game on Saturday I saw the advert and it had a UFC London which I think it was is it the end of March or was it March or May I think and uh, that's on box office. It's March. Like, You're right. And like, and that, that's pissed me off because when is a, a London or any UK car on BT ever been box office? Yes, I know it's the title. I know it's yeah, yeah. I, I know it's Edwards versus Usman three, but I find that quite disgusting, really, personally. We're gonna. I think we're gonna have to do a special for UFC London as well. I know we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna do John Jones and Cyril Gann. Obviously. We'll be back for a review of, of Jake Paul and Tommy Fury Monday or Tuesday, guys, okay? So, yeah, Brett Brett and Pete, remember, just subscribe. Subscribe to the channels. We're, we're on Facebook as well. Don't don't miss out on that. It'll be Monday or Tuesday uh, for the review of that, Chris. But you know, you, you're right, Chris, in going back to um, Usman and Edwards. Yeah, we, we normally it was just part of our BT, wasn't it? It was, but, you know, thank God for IPTV. Absolutely, absolutely. Jake is not losing, Brett. I knew full well. I just, I don't, I don't think Jake's going to lose the fight either. I think it, he, he only gets beaten by Tommy if Tommy's allowed the space to use his boxing um, skill set. And if he doesn't use that space, I think Jake Paul wins. However, what can Jake get over than average boxers who just box on Sky Sports on a weekend that nobody watches? The casuals will tune in to big names every time. Quite, quite right. And as I've, as I've alluded to, when is Tommy Fury going to make this amount of money? He probably isn't. 
And I think Jake Paul, Jake Paul's just got the aura, isn't he? That people will tune in, and I think he'll always make more money. Casual, yeah. I think he's a fan base, hasn't he? People who don't watch it hardcore will watch Jake Paul because it brings what he's the people who aren't necessarily into him as a boxer but like what he does, you know, with his social media and stuff like that and what, what he puts together there and shows and different things. Yeah, of course, it brings them in. It brings them in. They might not necessarily be combat sports fans, but that's the that's the beauty of it. And, and, and that's where they're going to get sales he's, as well. He's tapped in, he's tapped in, again, what I've just said to you, people are going to watch because they want to see him get knocked out or they actually want to see him prevail. And that's, that's what he's tapped into. Watch like what Conor McGregor did back in the day. That's it. You can't, you can't dispute it. Thanks, guys, from Brett. No, no, thank you, mate. Yes, I'm glad you, I'm glad you of, I should have advertised it a bit better, but yeah, just follow the channels, Big Fight Weekly YouTube as well, because we'll get, because we'll get stuff linked up. The will, the shows will be on there as well. We're also going to put it on, on in audio form on the podcast as well. This one, so it'll be on Big Fight, and it will be on Stu's Wrestling Podcast as well. Uh, we will be back on either Monday or Tuesday, but we'll let you know, won't we, Chris, when we're when we're yeah, doing yeah. the review of the fight. If, if you're if you're happy to do it next Monday or Tuesday, Chris. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know me. I'm happy to talk about fights. Uh, something I'm really, I, you know, I really like doing. So I, I'm I'm open to whatever. I'll be back next week for the review. Cheers, pal. Yeah, on, Brett. yeah, it'll be it'll be probably morning into the afternoon again, Brett, for UK time. But yeah, not not a problem. Absolutely no. Thank you, thank you so much for the comments, guys. And uh, Chris, yeah. thank you for doing this. Absolutely. On on uh, Monday or Tuesday, we will have <laughs> we will find out who who is the victor and who is the loser. Yeah, and it'll be it's a very big loser if either one loses. Absolutely, we've gone we've gone over an hour. We've done well here. We've done well, and the comments the comments have been fantastic. It's you know gives gives everyone their point of view, doesn't it? And you can yeah. We've always been we've always been about that, haven't we? The interactivity aspect of the that show. Always, yeah, so the good thing about when we did Big Fight Weekly, the interaction with people commenting was always good. And it was always good to have a nice little uh, debate back and forward with people. Chris, Chris, football, football's come into it before we go. All right, okay. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to mate. Yeah, I'm sorry, so I'm sorry to the non-football fans, but, you know, it's our, it's our number one passion is Everton. So you can say what you want. Are you happy with the new manager, Stone Cold Sean? So far, oh, so good. Cold, so so far, nice. so good. Yeah. Bar the derby, bar the derby. But we hit the post. 16, 16 seconds later, they've gone down the other end and scored. But no, in, in the main, he's averaging two points a game so far. So he's doing, he's doing all right. The, the worry is, Brett, when we go behind in a game because we haven't got goals in the team. But he's mm. sure that up at the back, hasn't he, Chris? We're, we're much better. We're much better as an eleven. No, back to basics, aren't we? Everyone's doing the actual job. Where I think in the Lampard, no one really knew what they were doing because it was co- he was constantly chopping and changing formation. You look at it, don't you? Four three three, five at the back, and I don't think anyone really knew their position today. I think under Sean Dice, it's back to basics. Everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing. And yeah, okay, as you just alluded to, we need a striker, but that's the board that's and that's the club that let us down in January. What do you think his issue with Gray is? Because obviously he's had McNeil at Burnley, so I understand that. Yeah. Um, Gray, Gray's got the Gray's got the finishing ability. We know this, and and he, he is a threat. And as you said, they could play him at front in games. I think it, the case with with Domari Gray. Okay, when, and don't forget now when Sean Dice took the job, uh, Domari Gray was coming back from injury. That's why he wasn't um, in the in the team against Arsenal. 
But um, in regards to Liverpool in in um, and Leeds, I think McNeil tracks back and defends better than Damari Gray, and I think that's that's the, that's the thing is the thinking there. But uh, I think the, McNeil does more running. If you look at the stats, actually, Stuart McNeil covers the pitch more than Damari Gray does. I feel like Demari Gray is going to have to work differently to get himself into Sean Dyche's team. Um, I think he will. I think I think yeah. this is a case at the moment where do you stick with two people that are going to trap back and defend when we need it, or you're going to have someone who's not going to when we're going to be, you know, we're going to get yeah. canned in a corner on the right hand side. He's got a set way. He's got his ethos, hasn't he? And like, yeah, I just hope he gets. You can't. You can't take away from Gray McNeil. McNeil has looked a lot better. Some of, crosses, better yeah. some of the crosses were a bit wayward initially on the weekend, but you know there was some dangerous balls going into that box. So he's he's re-energized as a player. We're seeing we're seeing what he can do again. But that the that's Look at the Corey. He got he was frozen out with under Lampard. Yeah. He's come back in the team. He's barely played the season. And he's looked phenomenal. When you've spent twenty plus million on players, you, you know I think that Dice is Dice is like we need to get we need to get him in. You need to get him in, and you need to change the ethos. So, Chris, Dan Terra Sports Inc. Everyone's Hello. coming out the woodwork. Hello, Hello man. Hi, Hi Dan. Dan. Hi Dan. We're still on. We're still on here. We've gone right over. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because this is great. Dan Terra Sports Inc. Please, Tommy, knock Jake out. First round and send him back to Disney. I was waiting for a Disney comment. That'd have to take him back a decade. Like, but maybe if he knocks yeah. him hard enough, it'll be back to the past, not back to the future, Dan. Well, uh, you know, I mean, anything can happen. And I've already, I you mean, watch back and I mean, should have explained how that, how that can happen in the fight. Yeah. Um, and like I said to you, I think Jake's going to win. It's going to win. It's going to win. But I think that, you know, I mean, I would be more than happy to see Tom, Tommy Fury. Five to two. Five to two on the live now. Thank you, Dan. That's me and you saying it's going to be Tommy. Brett so Thomas, Dan, Tommy ain't got a hope. Uh, Dan, what have you got to say in retort to Brett there? You're going to have to <laughs> give him something back for that. And we'll carry on because the comments keep coming in, Chris. I can't cut this short. This is getting juicy now. This is getting very juicy at the back end of the episode. It's like everyone's sort of seeing this back together, Stuart, and jumping back on for all time's sake. This is great. This is great. No, it is fantastic. No, thank you. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, Dan, what have you got to say to Brett? You've got to give him something back here. I'd be getting, I'd be coming back with something now if I was, if I was you. No, but Brett's never going to give it up, is he? Brett's a big fan of the Paul brothers. If anyone's a opponent of the Pauls, especially him, it is Brett. You know what you're getting with Brett and that's it. But yeah. I think I think we're going to see the full eight rounds. Personally, you think it'll be a split decision win for Jake Paul, so it's good. We've got a lot of different ideas how the fight's going to go. That, that's that's the beauty of it. That is the yeah. beauty of this fight. It's 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 got to it's got to deliver though, hasn't it? At the end of the day, it has to deliver as a fight. I'd say Tommy has to win. He can't go back with the Fury name. Surely, how can Tommy go on? That that's it. That's it. You know, and that's what they're saying prior. Even his own brother. Yeah. But that's that's the pressure though. That 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 comment then Dan's just made is a massive pressure to Tommy already. And do you think? I mean, he's a twenty-four-year-old lad, and having all that pressure put on him. I mean, that can have a make or break you in a fight. If I'm completely honest with you. Imagine every press conference going forward, all them. We'll find out today because there's one today, isn't there? What time's that on, Chris? I think it's half five. Is it half five? Half five, half four. One of them. That'll be good. That'll be good. That's it. Fight. Yeah. Sorry. 
fighters will taunt him being beat by a non-boxer. Dan Terrence yeah. Crawford, of course. That's the stigma yeah. you get stuck with them for the rest of your career then. And I don't it's, think he boxes again. This, this is it, as Chris has alluded to. It will snowball. There's pressure. There is pressure. Forget boxing ability. Mindset, mental set, you know, mindset is, is crucial as well. And Jake's probably winning on that score. And we're going to see, so. Quite we're see at the press conference tonight how we can edge it verbally. If Tommy shows up to it. Yeah, that's it, man. They they are enjoyable then press conferences. Yeah, it's it's it. It's 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 very WWE, but it, it it'll help the buy rates, it'll get people invested. There'll be yeah. clips all over the social. So, yeah, it's one last push to get the buy rates up, isn't it, now? You will eat the words next Sunday. week. There you go. Well, well Dan, Sunday, yeah. Dan and me. Dan, that, that goes for me as well because I'm going with Tommy. Chris, I, anything to add in closing before we go? No, I just thank you for, you know, letting me come on your show and, and talk fights. It's, you know, it's only been from December, so it's not been that long since we were together last time. But it, it, it's um, it's it, it's good, and I enjoy doing this, mate. It's it's not a problem, man. It's not a problem. It'll be on it'll be on Big Fight Weekly's channels as well. What we do, I'll I'll, make, I'll send the MP, I'll send the footage over and stuff like that, Chris. We'll get it loaded up. So yeah, th- this is it, man. You wanted to close out with Big Fight Weekly because a lot of people are asking me, is it coming back? Chris, Chris did a great closing piece in December, but we did say we did say we'd be back sporadically for the big fight. Yeah, I'll be here, there and everywhere, won't I? You'll see me around. And I know, um, just going on to that before we go, John Jones and Cyril Gang, Chris, because we covered covered John Jones coming up to heavyweight. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? You'd be massive, massively behind all that and and what's going to happen. John Jones and Cyril Gang coming up as a preview and a review. I can't. I can't wait, Stuart. I mean, I am really intrigued as well to see how John Jones performs at heavyweight, and uh, you know, I mean everything as well. And also, Stuart got cleared with all the with all the drugs. Um, it's a miracle. A new, a new find a new finding, wasn't it? With all the, I think the spectrograms and stuff. If everything he's taken, they've they apparently have wiped all that clean. So if he gets caught again, that will not count. They're trying to now fight for the the the, the, the match against Cormier when he knocked him out. They're trying to get that back as a win now. So everything's changing, everything's changing all the time in regards to John Jones. It's just interesting to see how much he's put on, how much he's changed. You know, I mean, he's been out for quite a while as well to get himself back up to, he- to get himself up to heavyweight. It's a shame we can't get Ngannou versus John Jones because I feel like that fight would have been oh, hell. But we'll see. Brett Thomas, this has been great, chaps. No, thank you. We say you, thank you to, we say thank you to you guys. We were looking at doing like half an hour, 40 minutes on this. And uh, I'm just glad, I'm just glad you found this. I keep going back to that. But yeah, going back to John Jones, Chris, just briefly, because we're going to cover it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Just, you know, just what are you thinking at the moment? Just quickly, Cyril Gann's been very active. He's fought the top level at heavyweight. Big, big match. You know, there was there was talk of John Jones and Miocic, wasn't there, when this was all being formulated. Yeah, so he yeah. was always going to go in to, to the tippy top, wasn't he, straight away? He was on the basis of what he's done at light heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, just, just quickly before we go, because we're going to cover this in a couple of weeks. Just what are your what's your thinking as I ask you today? Who 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 would you be veering towards winning it? And I know this could change closer it's to a, the it's a hard It's a hard question because you just said we said about Serial Garn has been active. John Jones hasn't been active. Um and Siragon, you know, I mean, completely shut out tie two of Arsa in his last fight, and I mean complete shutout of him. Um I'm still thinking, because it's not Francis and Garnu, and I know Garn can hit hard, and don't get me wrong, he really can, because we saw it against Taiti of Arsa, 
I think John Jones is still widely enough and his championship experience. Yes, I know that Tiragon's been in a championship match, but John Jones has done, I think, 12 years of defending a title at championship oh, level. Top, top level. Yeah. Um, and I think he's done moving up to heavyweight the right way. But it's just that how long you've been out for and MMA changes. So has he moved with the sport? He's changed camps, obviously. So has he moved? Have they changed everything about him? I still go for John Jones because I feel like if he can't get it done at the uh, standing up, I think he, if Ngannou can take Cyril Garn down, John Jones, by God, can easily take him down. But again, be amazing. It's, uh, it's, it's exciting to see. It's it's great. It's great. We've been waiting so so long for that. So yeah, UFC two eight four preview coming up. The match is on the fourth of March as mm-hmm. well. So it's very very close. Now we'll do a preview for that as well. We'll have a review after the event as well. And uh, just Chris, thank you so, so much for coming on for this special Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury preview ahead of Sunday, half nine UK time. They reckon it's going to start the fight 4.30 on the East Coast of America in the afternoon, 1.30. So nearly start on the West Coast of America as well. But yeah, we look forward to that, Chris. We'll be back either Monday or Tuesday for the review of the fight. Thank you so, so much, Chris. I appreciate you for letting me uh, giving me the time to come on. So, um, yeah, we'll see you next week, innit? Thanks for your comments, guys. Yes. We'll see you next Monday or Tuesday for the review. Let's see what's going to happen. See ya. Podcast Network.